0: Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Matt Lees and I'm joined by some new faces. We have Dave Scammell, Hello. as usual, but we also have Chris Bratz
1: Hi there. and our Hi. brand
0: new editor, Simon Miller. Yo! Who? It's a new, brand new editor. <laughs> Who are these people? We just walked in off the street, <laughs> but now we're here, we're
2: not going to go anywhere. You're not going
0: to fuck me, are you? We need to yes. send... <laughs> oh God, just give them your wallet, Dave, and nothing can go wrong. There's That's a new why- starter,
2: so uh, yeah. I was going to say, that's why we told you to wear your coat, Dave. Yeah. Because we knew your wallet would be in it, <laughs> and we're going to beat the snot out of you.
0: Yeah, if you could just, just the cash, and then we'll walk you have to a scarf. cash machine. Not my
3: scarf, please.
0: Yeah, of it's course. It's cold. <laughs> it is, it is really cold in the podcast room today, actually. Yeah. Super cold. So, we'll, we'll have some kind of introductory questions from you guys at the end of the podcast, but as a brief introduction, do you guys want to... Simon, you're the new editor? I am. Isn't that nice? It is lovely. I'm, I'm
2: privileged and proud to be here. And now I get to go on a podcast as well. I get to do it all. What a fabulous first two days. Um, yeah. No, I mean I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody has seen the website. I assume you have, because if you listen to the podcast and don't go to the website, you're doing it wrong. Try <laughs> so and switch that around. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, you know, I've been in video games a while. I've done the whole uh, journalism thing. I did a bit of PR. Uh, more of that can be found on the website, but it's basically because I love pro wrestling. Yeah, and now I'm back enough. to this, and I'm happy and I'm proud and I'm excited to, to be part of the video gamer team. Don't cry. I <laughs> know yeah. that is a uh, beautiful speech. Um, I am welling up inside. I am, I am. I am too.
0: If not on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's and, and, Chris, obviously, you're quite new. You've done your YouTube stuff, and yep. I brought you in to help me with the video stuff.
1: Very new indeed. Yeah, I I've, uh, did journalism at university and uh, saw a, a Twitter post. Matt actually this is how it all started and yeah absolutely thrilled
0: to be here yeah well it should be cool well let's just jump straight in i mean what what have you guys been playing i've been playing bioshock i've been playing bioshock as well i playing actually. bioshock everyone's playing Anybody BioShock.
2: else
3: playing bioshock <laughs> and yeah I really, I, I, just don't know what is happening in have this you, game. Have you finished it? Yeah. I have finished it, but we won't talk about. We won't talk about that. that. We have been
0: weighing up the idea of doing a special kind of podcast, actually, just to talk about the plot, the spoiler uh, podcast, take the, the safety cast. catch off the spoilers. Yeah, and, uh, and just go but what, what are your thoughts, Dave? having finished it? Uh, I don't think it's as good as everyone says it no, is. No, I, well. I, I, I think it's, it's great. As well, I think it's great, and I think that's the important thing is you have to temper that. Is well, I am probably going to make a video explaining why I don't think it's that great. Um, sometime this week, but it is important to say that is only in the context of the mm.
1: fact that it's been getting so many tens out of tens. Mm. Guys, mm. Can, can we stop this? I, I haven't played Bioshock Infinite yet. The move has meant that I'm a couple of weeks <laughs> behind. I was under the impression that it was going to be great and that I was going to have tears streaming from my eyes. Well,
3: do you it, know what?
0: It, she an onion while you are playing it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I found myself in a similar situation to I was in Far Cry 3, but at the same time, the complete... Reverse so Far Cry Three, yeah.
0: Now listen, hear <laughs> me
3: out. Hear me out. Far Cry Three, amazing scores, ten out of ten, etc., etc., etc. And I was expecting a great narrative
1: mm-hmm. with the
3: whole insanity thing. Didn't get it. Instead, you have got good gameplay and good bit of variety, open world stuff, etc. Really yeah. good. Bioshock, other way around. Gameplay is a little
0: bit weak. The actual shooting,
3: a little yeah, bit weak. I mean, that, that
0: a lot of my faults I have with are actually with just the the actual mechanics of the game yeah, exactly. and how it works as a game and progresses. A yeah. lot of it is just really guff. Yeah. Um, especially because it's just like the combat. Guff's a bit harsh. No, it Guff's is. A bit it harsh. is. Design-wise, I think it's very poor. I think me- mechanically, the polish is quite nice, but I think the, the, the core design of what they've put out there is mm. just not being thought about very much. Mm. It feels like the, the, the vigors don't feel very good. I mean, they're all really fun, but they're all like, hey, this is fun, isn't it? You'll have yeah. fun with this. Whereas what I really liked about Bioshock was it felt like the combat, the powers, the enemies all fit together really it, nicely. I, yeah. And especially, you think about the way you used to engage with the big daddies in Bioshock. It was this thing if you'd see them.
1: Terrifying. Yeah, they wouldn't <laughs> attack
0: you, but then also you'd have all these abilities to do this stuff. You would have the time to scope out the environment, and you really would have a battle plan where you think, I'll oh, use this on this and this on this. Whereas the amount of people I've spoken to in Bioshock Infinite where they say, Oh, I pretty much just use these two powers for the whole yeah. game. It's because it feels like they're not linked to the enemy designs in any way. And I feel like it's great fun when you're fighting just standard guys with guns. Yeah. But as soon as you start fighting um, any of the special enemies, it just becomes really tiresome because it doesn't feel like there's any good tactics. It's just like they're just no. bullet sponges. I mean, Irrational clearly can't do bosses at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, theres I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a bit in the middle, towards the middle of, of Infinite where I have a boss fight, which is just like, it can just fuck off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's like... they. After all this stuff, we're like going, "Oh, you shouldn't have put a boss fight at the end of Bioshock." Well, they, they, they do tweak it a bit, though. To be fair to them, yeah. I think they
2: again. I won't say too much, but I think they've taken the criticism on to some extent. Yeah, yeah. But I know that. But you're talking about how did that get in? And I do agree. I almost thought about smashing my television. Yeah. But I do also want to point out. Just, I'm not playing devil's advocate. I, I think I fall more on the, the the amazing side than you guys. I agree with your points. I agree with your points about yeah. gameplay. A lot of the time, I was shooting people. Going, I don't need to shoot anybody else. Yeah. I think I'm. At- done with shooting people. In fact, get rid of the enemies. Just let me walk through your world. Yeah. But kind of what you said, Dave, because the story is so good and because of everything that happens at the end and, and yeah. sort of post what you post experience, I'll say for lack of a better term, that won me over to the point where Far Cry story is not good enough but the gameplay wins you over. Yeah. The gameplay, I think, holds up well enough yeah. to allow me to enjoy the story, which I thought was fantastic. Therefore, yeah. I come away thinking that was an amazing experience. Yeah. And that's why I love it. And that's why... For all its flaws, and it's not a perfect game, I would still give it a high score, simply because I I left that game and I read and I read and I read, Absolutely. and I text, and I Twittered, and I yeah. thought, I have to absorb as much of this game as I possibly can. I never do that with any game. I love Tomb Raider, but I didn't go on any forum and say, oh, let's talk about the significance of Lara. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Um, so it, for that reason alone, a lot of people call it pretentious, and maybe to some extent it is,
0: but that's fine. Not a lot of games are pretentious. So no, if you want to be a no. little bit pretentious, go ahead. Well, that's it. I think I don't want to put people off from doing this sort of thing, because I think it is that's it. That's what it, it. does is, is genuinely, you know, for a A game of that budget, like, I can't imagine Call of Duty dealing with those kind of things. No, and I know? think that's
2: the most important thing. Obviously, it deserves any kind of criticism people want to give to it, but let's not push it too far <laughs> to the point where all we get is Because yeah, sure. Call of Duty is great, and I love Call of Duty to a certain extent. Um, but I think at the same time, I want to make sure people enjoy Bioshock for what it is, yeah. rather than put it down for what it's not. I think my reason. main
0: problems with it was the fact that uh, Bioshock, the original, was always remembered for its twist, right? Yeah. And it, that was what kind of made it iconic and the fact they had this this commentary on the nature of game design. Yeah. and the director role. But what I loved about it and actually what I think got really underneath your skin was Rapture as a place and Rapture as uh, it made sense, you know? I think Sander Cohen the character from BioShock was more memorable than any of the car- characters in Infinite. I agree. Because what I loved about BioShock was the characters fit into the place and the world felt real because it was it asked you a question of going what happens if you have great minds that are Untapped from the shackles of morality. Yeah. And that's a fascinating question, and that went away with me, and that got me thinking so much more. Uh, but I like what they do in infinite, but it's not really a story that you can relate to, you know? It's kind of a bit. Th- no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that, that makes you think about the world in a different way. It's just something that blows your mind. And I think it's a shame because they do, in the early stages of Infinite, they bring up themes of kind of, you know, religion and racism. And then they just sort of like... It doesn't really go anywhere. It doesn't really? go anywhere. They 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 raise them, but it feels like it's set dressing. It feels like they're just going... They're basically going, this is Columbia. Who lives here? Jovial racists. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. And it, it feels very, weirdly, two-dimensional because a lot of the complaints about Bioshock was it felt like they 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 copped out by Having you explore a world that had already died, yeah, and letting you look through a kind of a corpse of a, an environment to to see what it was before, and a lot of people didn 't like that, but then in Colombia, it shows you what what it's like before bad things happen, and it doesn 't feel very
2: real I agree and I think it must have been a difficult decision because if you are setting your world in that time era in even though you 're in the sky it's still within a certain world, you are going to encounter racism and things like that and I think because I deliberately as much as I could, try to stay away from anything pre Bioshock Infinite because mm. I thought it would just ruin it. So when I saw all of that stuff, I thought, damn, the games don't deal with that. Like, what a mm. great... This is mature gaming. Don't forget, I blowed your head off, it's mature. Like, this is mature gaming because you're dealing with themes that I'm not necessarily comfortable yeah. with you dealing with. But you're right, it does then take a right turn. But I guess if they're using that setting and they don't deal with that, a lot of people go, why didn't you deal with that? You know. But yeah. if, if they do deal with it, I guess that has to be the the dominating theme almost, because you can't treat that with yeah, racism. Um, so I think that's difficult, but I do agree they could have done more with it.
0: Yeah. It's just it's an interesting one, and I think, I, I wonder, it does feel like a game that's perhaps had a bit of a troubled development, but maybe one that's been hidden by layers of sheen, because it does feel like when I, when I stand back and look at all the different elements of the game in all different sections, there's something a bit like disjointed about it. And I, I kind of, I wonder why... Like a lot of the stuff they demoed with Elizabeth just now isn't in the game. Yeah, um, a lot of the stuff, in fact, a lot of the stuff they talked about because I wrote a lot of previews for the game in the early yeah. stages, and it's just plain not there. And a lot of the stuff they said is plain not true. And I was talking about somebody like that's in the <laughs> pub last night, and they said, "Yeah, but the problem is, Matt. You know, a lot of these things that the reason you're disappointed with Infinite is because player expectations. We all expected it to be this majestic, amazing mm. game, and I think that's true. However, there are things that they said." Yeah, to sell the game and promote the game which have ended up not being true at all
1: I'm still in the, the mindset that uh, we've talked about this before that um, you know with Elizabeth I, I'm still thinking she's going to be liking those previews it, it, what, what's she like what, how, what's her role as a companion it, well
0: she's basically a tool and not I don't mean like she's uh, a massive <laughs> massive tool no, she's a great doesn't like Elizabeth. She, she's no, she's a great character actually the voice acting's is brilliant yeah, I'm
2: kind of in love with her but uh, we don't need to talk about that
0: yeah <laughs> she is awesome but um it's just, effectively, the way she affects the gameplay is that she... She's an ammo drop. She, yeah, she's an ammo drop. She's like a supply drop. She, she chucks but you stuff. And... She is, but it's still done nicer than that, though. Because I all that kind of
2: stuff, I did I did tend to rely on her. So there are sections when you're not with her, for example. I was like, oh, I do feel a bit naked, for lack of a better term. I feel like I'm a bit more, you know, threatened than I would have been when she's here. Although she does serve as almost like a, a multiplayer co-op buddy. I like yeah. the fact she gave me ammo. I love when she gave me a coin. I thought, oh cheers, love. Yeah, but she does that's that lovely. about
0: eight hundred times. <laughs> yes, and where does she a... get them from? Yeah. It's, it's weird. <laughs> I picked up all those coins. I find it I find it really odd that she spends all this time, right, going around picking up coins, health pack, ammo, and like mana, basically. But the one thing she doesn't pick up are lockpicks, which is the one thing that she actually needs. <laughs> but she tells you where right. they are. Yeah, she's like, it's hey, over there. Like, why don't you pick it up then? Because yeah, you pick up everything else. <laughs> sometimes
2: a lady likes a bit of chivalry. Pick up that lockpick yeah, for me, please. I suppose her.
0: so. But it's, it's the fact that I remember when um, there was a kind of previous stage last year, I think, and they said, that basically the way that Elizabeth would work in a battle is you'd have a scenario and you'd have maybe three things you can change. And her energy can only maintain... Like, one of them. Yeah. Because it's like, the idea then was that her using this would somehow be exhausting her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that you'd have to choose carefully what you wanted to bring in. And the example they gave was that there was said this fight where you can either bring in an air train, which would come from another dimension and knock loads of people off an edge, or you can bring in a storm cloud that you can use to cast your electricity on it, yeah, to turn the that. storm cloud into a big thing, or you can actually bring in a door from another universe, which you can open to oh. make a, an escape route.
1: That's what I was hoping was still the case. No,
0: it's just none of that. Did that, did they? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was what?
1: what they told. That was what they
0: showed. I, I think they showed people that. They that, wow. did. And I feel like I'm becoming the infinite defense force, <laughs> but they
2: did. But at the same time, that was what, a year ago? Yeah, maybe? I know. And but, I don't get me wrong. Yeah. They should come out and say, look, we've had to change some stuff. I think we all agree there was something happened in development because a lot of people left and a lot but of people were drafted in. it was just such a substantial
0: in. change. I
2: totally agree and it should have been there or they should come out and say it but I think that is the one thing where you know, games are still struggling with. They do make these development decisions then go, "Well, oh, we to do this. <laughs> this yeah. is impossible. They yeah. have to change it. They don't tell you that. They'll then release a new gameplay trailer or whatever but it doesn't tell you what's gone. It just yeah, tells you no. what's new and then you're like, oh, uh, great. Okay. Yeah. So, but I think what Elizabeth does do is cool. You're
0: totally right. That would have been Especially from a gameplay point of view, that would have been a thousand times well, better. Well, it just becomes this thing of, like, in every area, you can have, like, <laughs> hook, a gun turret or a hook, and you just have a gun turret. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, so it's, something, it's the same thing with the whole idea of these infinite universes that she can pull stuff in from, apparently. And yet, it seems like, in a, world of, in a universe of infinite possibilities... Everything just ends up being like the same. Like, you if can I have could. a gun, turret, or a hook. Mm-hmm. If you have done else, that in a really nope.
2: deep voice, that would have been like a movie trailer yeah. quote. In a world of <laughs> infinite
0: possibilities, yeah. it's basically just shipping hooks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. It's I, true.
2: And I never used it. I mean, go back to your point with the Vigors as well. I forgot sometimes I had Vigors. I just yeah. shot people. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that may be a slight on me, it may be a slight on the game. And I mean,
0: we've actually brought in cover
2: like not once. It I was mean, always I gun in once, turret but never used it. Gun turret health backs or hooks if I just wanted to use my little hook thing.
0: It was fun, but um it just felt like um I bet, what I'm trying to say I guess is I think that it's a game that's so ambitious and it tries to do so many things both thematically and in terms of actual physical things in the game. Yeah. But I feel like they spread themselves too thin. And I think what they managed to put out was very polished and well-rounded, but I just feel like they clearly went, look, we can't do this stuff. We can't do the storm clouds, all these unique things for Elizabeth. But I sort of wish that they had. And I think that they perhaps put too much focus on this big story twist thing that everyone seems to have fallen in love with. And actually, I'm just annoyed because I think there was so much potential for it to be maybe not a kind of like, wow, Pazam, sort of game, <laughs> but just to be a really good game. Yeah, uh, Especially with the 1999 mode, which they talked about from like f- from ages ago, of going, hey, we want to make it like System Shock 2, that thing of having to make decisions that really matter to your character. That ends up being basically a super, super hard mode for idiots because yeah. none of the upgrades you get in the game change the game it's yeah. like it, there's no specialization it's not like in System Shock 2 where you think if I get this skill and this weapon I can use them together to do this or I can specialize in hacking it's basically like hey do you want to do more damage with that gun mm-hmm. or do you want hey that fire is pretty cool do you want to do more fire <laughs> like, do you know
2: I didn't even know and again this, I don't know who's to blame here I didn't even know you could combine them do you know you could combine vigors in that game yeah I, had, I mean I no why would clue. you
0: why would you well I, I should at least know I mean that's pretty bad like, I, I, I should know, at least yeah. figure that out I figured it out towards the end, but the, the problem is, why would you? Because basically, um, the guns are really powerful, and you can just use one Vigor and some headshots, and that will get you through all of the easy enemies. Yeah. And when you fight the bigger enemies, the Vigors aren't much useful. The handymen are some of the worst enemy design I've ever seen. And the fact that I tried all of my Vigors on them, because I kept thinking, there's got to be a trick. There's got to be something I can do to these guys that makes them easier. Like when I... Big
1: Daddy's, there was always a, a kind of go-to option that you have yeah. to think about.
0: I think there must be,
2: because there's an achievement. and Not that achievements mean anything, but there's an achievement for kill a handyman just by shooting it in the heart. And That's I don't how you kill think... them, I think. Yeah, but I mean, you can still splatter bullets, though, and it does bits damage. There must be one vigor that stops them in their tracks or does something, because there is just no way anyone is that good at that game. <laughs> no. that they can pinpoint that tiny heart while this handyman is running around like a headless
0: chicken. <laughs> yeah. It's just not possible. Yeah, I mean, you can zap them, and that, but that only freezes them for about half a second. I'm not that good that I can hit something half a second. But then does that still count towards the achievement? Because hang on, that would take damage, right? That I don't even... know. It just, it just felt like I was playing through it on hard and really enjoying it. And then the handyman, I was like, I just kept thinking, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, there's here. no
2: strategy to them. Because it is yeah. like
0: they just soak up bullets. Yeah. And then I got to the, the, the boss fight. Um, and then I just thought, this can fuck off. And then from that point onwards, I put it down to medium. And then there was another boss fight. It went out to easy. And for the rest of the game. And for me, that is always the sign of a badly designed game um, in terms of like core mechanics of that is that I don't usually play games on hard but a good game you play on hard and you enjoy on hard Bayonetta is just in my mind one of the most perfect games ever made and you can play it on hard and it's great fun because it's perfect but when you start knocking things down to easy it's because the combat isn't good I I mean Mass Effect I played on easy yeah I think that's
2: I think that's a great point as well because I don't think that boss fight should have been in Bioshock Infinite. I don't think any hard fight should have been in Bioshock Infinite. Because no. that is not the story it was trying to tell. That is Bayonetta's entire story. It's here is a game that we want to post to you as a challenge mm. and let's see how you can do it. You can still have fun and easy because it's cool and what she does looks good. But that's not what Bioshock Infinite is trying to do. No. Not once do the game. So why they felt the need, maybe just to try and extend the game. Maybe because people, maybe developers still feel pressured. We have to put these certain things that people yeah, expect in it. But I think they could have had the balls to have gone, no, you can shoot a few guys... But the whole point is progression. The whole point is what's happening with you, Elizabeth. The whole point is Columbia. Take all that in. I don't ever see the need for a video game of that ilk to start thinking about challenge, challenge, challenge. I don't want to be challenged. I want to enjoy your
0: story. It's like GTA 4 syndrome. You know, they put out some stats about how few people have actually finished GTA 4. And I'm one of those people. I didn't finish GTA 4 because the missions in that game were flipping horrible. (laughs) I
2: did finish it, but there was one mission that was just so hard. I stopped playing for about six months. Yeah.
0: I was throwing. I was literally throwing a controller around. I've never done it before. (laughs) I just. I must have failed that mission about fourteen times in a row. And and no, but I wonder how many people who are kind of like you know, you know your mate at the pub who doesn't really play games that much, but you told him, yeah, you play this game. You'll love it. It's really. It's a spectacle. It is. It's a hell of a spectacle. It's a wonderful little experience. But that will get about halfway through and think, oh, I don't like this. Like people give up on that because that's the main problem with this uh, with Bioshock Infinite is it's top loaded. The intro is lovely, but then really, your payoff is the end. And you've got a period of a couple of hours towards the end where you're just working towards it. You feel like you're just
2: doing a yeah, graft for it. Int- intrigue played a big part. I think for me, I love the opening. I love just walking around Columbia for a while and just seeing what was what. And then it was everything up to, and I won't say what happens there, but everything up till the stuff that happens in Shantytown. Yeah. And then it was the intrigue that just dropped me. I was like, oh God, I need to know where the hell this is going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I definitely think it's kind of a roller coaster. Uh, but I guess with the payoff that they do give you, maybe they felt, again, they needed to offer things that were more conventional to what we're used to. I don't know. Mm. I don't know.
3: I just, throughout it, it was just the constant tease. It was trying to trick you into thinking one thing was happening and making you feel clever, like, oh, I've figured that out, I know what's going on here. And then, it's hard for me to say anything without spoiling it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. We
2: need to do one where we just talk about but it, you you know, just play it, the game. You <laughs> just,
3: just lose that, don't you, in the end. It's like, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, <laughs>
0: right. that's the thing. I, it's, it's just it's, that it's just that because that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's just it's an odd one. It, it reminded me a lot of Doctor Who, and I loved it for the same reasons. But it did feel like that kind of like.
3: But Bioshock never had that tease. Like a lot of that stuff in Bioshock, like the no. whole uh, Andrew Ryan and the uh, Would You Kindly stuff, like. You don't
0: pick up on that until right at the very end. And that that that, was what was awesome about Bioshock is it had no teasing pretension. It was just a game that was really cool and then it dropped it on you and you just went, no way. Exactly. It came out of nowhere. Exactly. Uh, Whereas it does feel like the whole of Infinite is going, there's going to be a big twist. But can you guess what it's going to (laughs) be? But I still think (laughs) when that twist
2: happens, and again, I won't say that. It's cool. But when you then go back and you relive certain things you've done or certain things you've seen and you do realise that basically... (laughs) It rattles holding a big finger up to you the whole time saying, You idiot, you can't see what we're doing. And you feel. That's what I love about, same with the original Bioshock as well, I feel like the game got the better of me. I feel like I played the game, I bought into what it was telling me, and I got to the end and I thought, you mother son of <laughs> It's brilliant when
1: that happens. Though. But that's the Absolutely thing, I brilliant. thought
2: you tricked me. I'm a, almost a character within your game that you needed to have in order to get... Because without me, your whole premise doesn't work. And I just think, that's, no games do that. No, I don't even think people are smart enough to do that. Let no. on actually then go and pull it off. And while I totally agree that maybe Would You Kindly was more shocking but then again that's that's to do with hindsight and things like that i still when i got to the end i still just felt i just sat there with my jaw open
3: going (laughs) (laughs) unbelievable yeah Yeah. it's amazing i I loved i loved the journey but i just think it was flawed in in so many different yeah and that's the funny
0: thing is and i've said this in the past but i think it's quite interesting how uh in interviews and stuff uh levine has quite regularly kind of subtly kind of pointed the finger about the boss fight and the last bit of bioshock as if to go well, the man with the suits sort of said we had to make it longer. <laughs> Whereas I've said this in the past that I've heard from people who interviewed him a f- slightly prior, be- before the games industry started saying, hey, maybe then the suits made him do that. He was sort of going, yeah, well, you know, actually, maybe we shouldn't have done that. It wasn't a very good idea. And then he, you know, so it's kind of rumored, it's hinted at throughout the industry and people I've spoken to that he sort of, when people start saying, hey, it was probably the marketing guys that made him do that that he was sort of yeah, like yeah, yeah okay. maybe maybe it was yeah and I remember that meeting happening yeah and he was like yeah I suppose that, yeah I'll just keep quiet and nod a bit Um but now it's like okay well you know here's Bioshock Infinite you've got rid of all those men you've you've put your foot down you've got cruel creative control what the fuck is that boss fight about then it's literally like you haven't got a leg to stand on it's like who made you put that in then, Levine? Hey, eh? Who made you put that in? At least it's cooler. The premise is cooler of this it's boss It's sort fight, of but... cool, but I thought it was terrible, to be honest. I, <laughs> I thought it would just jumped the gun. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, and even actually after finishing it, in the grand scheme of things, that's a one bit where I just think, that did not need to be there.
2: Oh, no, I could have done without it. And you. there was
0: another no whole person. section, actually, towards the end of the you game, doing, which I won't yeah. even mention at all, where there was a whole section which was lasted about 10-15 minutes. And it, just, it was just another bit of spectacle, but it added absolutely nothing to the story. It just
2: I, didn't need to be that. I know what you're talking about, and I think we just ignored the boss fight before aside. That was their answer to, we're not going to do a boss fight, we're going to do this. I think in theory it was a good idea, but again, in execution, I'm just like, just finish, just finish, let yeah. me get through it. And everyone let me get through it. I mean, that's not something
0: you want to no. say about anything. And that's, that was my major problem with it, is I, I loved it and loved it and loved it, but then I realised about eight hours in that I just wanted it to end, and I whacked it onto easy, and it, it felt like I was just chasing a carrot on a stick. Yeah. and it was like it wasn't even like a case of waiting for anything to surprise me because i knew there was going to be a surprise and actually i think for that reason as you were saying dave when it happened i wasn't really blown away by it i just sort of went oh okay because mm. i knew it was coming I, I knew that i was working for a twist and i
2: agree but i think it's more layered than i was expecting it's fucking and gorgeous, the more though. i read about it the more i was like oh there's that, there's that there's that there's that there's that as a whole experience i loved it and but you're right visually when you first. Beautiful. When not you first. So it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> no, I played it on 360. I Did think, you? Yeah, I think it's pretty
3: enough. I thought it looked quite
2: horrible on Xbox, <laughs> to be honest. Well, maybe but it's the art style I like more, then, or the art direction I like more. But when you go through that church, when you first. And everyone knows this, oh, right, Yeah. When you first got yeah, to yeah. Cumber, the yeah. ambience, the music, and the way it looks. The ambience is when you walk yeah, The atmosphere out, is incredible. I think but it looked it good yeah. enough. I, I was. But maybe I'm just easily impressed. I
0: don't Technically,
3: know. Technically, I was a little bit
0: underwhelmed by it. On PC, on the top notch and all that, it's. I mean, it's stunning. And actually, aesthetically, the whole thing is beautiful. The sound design is. Is incredible yeah. in that game, and the visuals. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome uh, in many regards. But I just sort of feel like maybe art direction has taken more of a lead in game design, mm. which is always a slippery slope. Also, that video that plays during the credits. Um, I don't think I watched the I credits. You watched, did you watch oh, did I you like watch that. The did I you, went to the we toilet. Can we talk about oh.
3: that without ruining? Can things? we? I don't know. Probably not.
0: I didn't, I didn't not. get that
3: sequence in the game anyway. It, well, I found song, that very odd. All, all the songs. A hint
2: at the ending. And so that song that they put in there... The I can't, song's that, hint at the ending? I can't take... I, I say the title, a smart person will work it out that hasn't played Bioshoek, has yeah. right? but that credits they show the song title... Is a hint at the ending. There's a right. part of the game where if you find a guitar, Booker
0: will sit down and play it yeah. and Elizabeth sings, I like, And I totally and didn't get that. I was like,
3: like, in the middle of everyone <laughs> killing each other,
0: like I'm playing the guitar. I thought that <laughs> was really, yeah, I was just like, what are you doing? You've spent the past hour telling her we don't have time to do anything and now you're like, a big well, thing, we've got time no, for a little sing-song, don't we? In contents,
2: it made no sense. I did like how she yeah. took care of that boy and stuff. I thought that was nice. Um, that sounded weird. She take care of a child <laughs> that was cowering, <laughs> cowering for food. Um, But you're right, in context it made no sense. But it was a hint if you listen to the words right. it actually tells you because at the time I remember sitting going this is a bit weird yeah. and then when it happened I was like it's, just, it's a t- another middle finger you don't know what I'm doing right. which I love I love
0: I, I think, think that's the think thing maybe I'm are. just too thick to I really do like I, don't know. I think I really I did love it but I think it, I love it in the same way because for me the thing it reminds me most of. I've said this before but it reminds me most of Doctor Who and the fact that it's like there are so many really cool things about it that my brain is willing to do backflips to yeah. ignore all the stuff all that the, is just yeah. terrible because Doctor Who who, like i love doctor who but, and i've been uh, watching it for ages yeah but some seen. of it is so bad and yet just because you love the overall yeah. arc of the story yeah you just go yeah, yeah, yeah it's not that bad <laughs> and you talk <laughs> to people <them laughs> pub, and they go you're insane how can you watch <laughs> that shite the and you vicar, go, turn, it's turn,
1: the vicar turned into a wasp yeah but but the ending of the but, season is yeah, great. yeah yeah,
0: just, yeah but you just watch that episode to see the season arc thing it's great and it has that similar thing of this you kind of there's so much to love there that you want to love it so much that you kind of do. But I think I've, I've trained myself to kind of be aware of that from Doctor Who. Yeah. Yep. So I think Doctor Who's made me better at playing. <laughs> Doctor Who's
2: made me a better game player. <laughs> <laughs> better
0: at Bioshock Infinite specifically.
2: Yeah. Well, um, but I, you know, I think the most important thing is even if you are doing to that itself, if you enjoy the experience, good for you. And yeah, that, that came right. away for Bioshock game. Fantastic.
0: Oh yeah, definitely definitely play play absolutely play it. Like it's, it's awesome. If you like shooters and stuff, well, just play it. It's great. But, um, yeah, I think it's probably good for you to hear this because I think at the end of the day, I went into it tempered with huge expectations. I think if you go in with a kind of like, it's going to be great, but it's not perfect, you'll probably enjoy it more. Yeah. 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 But, um, and I um, think
2: it will divide people regardless. I think yeah. no matter how you go into it, it all depends on how you consume your games. If you're someone that does expect shooting and everything to be top dollar and you expect challenge, and I mean, you'll get that on the harder 1999 modes, but I don't think you'll get it in the way you're expecting. Whereas when you get to the end, you may still
0: look back and go, man, that was awesome. Mm. An I think a lot of game. people don't appreciate good challenge anyway, though. The amount of nutters who just buy crap shooters and play it on the hardest difficulty. Yeah, it's like, true. this isn't fun. Yeah. Why do you think this is fun? What's wrong with you? That's true. Um, so they'll probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they'll absolutely
2: love it. They'll have a whale of a time. I, I, I never I never want to get stuck on a game. It's just not, it's, I no. don't find it fun. No. Then it becomes a, a an ordeal. It's going
0: back to Mass Effect. It's like when, when I was trying to get people to play Mass Effect, I was like, whack it on easy. Because if you play it on any other difficulty, it's just some of the combat bits are painful. Mm. And yet you put it on easy and you're just a space captain running around with a shotgun killing everything mm-hmm. in one hit yeah. and it's great fun. When I play, I mean, it's probably it's almost sacrilege,
2: but I play all the Elder Scrolls games on, on easy because I don't play it for the combat. I like going around, being a badass, chopping people's heads off and enjoying the story. It's fair enough. So I whack it on easy. But I understand people that do it the other way, but it's just how I like to consume my games. Mm.
1: Yeah. And that's Uh, that's fine. That's absolutely (laughs) fine. Everything's
0: fine. (laughs) Everything's (laughs) fine. So has anyone been playing any other games this week, briefly? Any other thing of mentions?
1: Uh, Because of the move, I haven't been able to... to You've been in transit, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I've been playing some Crusader Kings 2, uh, specifically the Game of Thrones mod, with uh, Ah, the new season starting, and you guys are all looking at me quite blankly, (laughs) so I'm guessing you haven't played it. No, um, I know
2: exactly what it is. uh, I don't. It's
1: it's a fantastic grand strategy game, um, and with it, the Game of Thrones mod in particular it, it's recreated that world so perfectly oh my god those modders are just unbelievable
0: well I've played the Game of Thrones board game quite a bit mm-hmm. oh god I feel like I'm oh, even in this in this uh, stepping feel into I feel like i yeah. <laughs> uh, nerd, nerd. Yeah. oh nerd <laughs> uh, but I, I love that because of the the way especially yeah. because when you I'm a big fan of the Game of Thrones series mm-hmm. um, but when you have the map as well when you actually see oh you should see map,
1: on, on Crusader Kings 2 it's they They've done it absolutely spot on. They, they've been in contact with George R.R. Martin and, and so true to the books. It and, adds
0: context to the books in a uh, way that you kind of understand. Yeah, you get an
1: understanding of the geography, just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you understand why the houses. you guys, Me yeah, and Simon look, are sitting here like, I don't you know. You don't look that. like anybody. <laughs> I'm just staring going, like, oh, yeah, I like flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way that the. Um, the geography makes the, the politics make sense because basically, mm. like in Game of Thrones, the idea is these families have all been warring and stabbing each other in the back for a long time, and, yeah. sex, and lots of sex, loads of sex. <laughs> it's just like it's basically just tits everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you look at the map and it makes sense because you look yeah. at like well, the sex makes sense. No, not the sex, the sex map. <laughs> so that's how it. Yeah. Yeah, he had sex with her there. Then he went <laughs> to this house. All right. <laughs> uh, no, the, the the kind of you
1: know oh you're absolutely right like if you if you control um say someone in the riverlands which is like the center of the map you just get completely screwed over because everyone is is bordering you and that makes sense with the story because that's where like the majority of the war happens and just being able to like jump into this mod and being playing like the story that i'm obsessed with yeah it's amazing i i thoroughly recommend any game of thrones fans I might Crusader get on Kings that because I've
0: got Crusader Kings 2 on the on the PC. I might get you to teach oh, me to play actually because yeah. I tried the tutorials and they just kept crashing. The, yeah, <laughs> the tu- I know what you're saying with
1: me. The, the tutorials are terrible. It's, it's unbelievably there's a, bad. There's a big curve to get over but once you're there I there's yeah. I
0: like I kind of did that thing with the game of spending about an hour looking at the tutorials and going, Okay And then going, Well, you know, I'll just work it out. Yeah. Started a game and then like lost within about a minute. I was like, <laughs> Oh no, you're dead now because they've come in and attacked you. We need like, to sit oh. down on the
1: guy because it, it isn't that bad once you get there. But um, yeah, I, I don't wanna focus on the Game of Thrones too much just because not everyone will have oh, been familiar with. It. Love game but of I've, I've <laughs> been playing as the Mandalays and just oh, ah. uh, but yeah, I, I prefer playing a smaller house and letting the, the Starks who are the liege lord everyone's still looking quite black. No, this is an intriguing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. intriguing look, intriguing. But, but look. the the problem is because like you 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 have to do whatever your kind of liege lord says. The AI is a little bit crazy as in all grand strategy games and they will just, you know, declare war on everyone and you you just have to follow along and hope that it all goes okay. <laughs> so uh it's interesting.
0: That sounds pretty mad. It's brilliant because, yeah, I mean, I like when the, in the board game I like the fact that you kind of Greyjoy How's Greyjoy are, are these oh. they're like these watery bastards basically. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're these evil Vikings that
1: yeah, worship, evil
0: worship sea gods and basically they spend all their time just going out and like raping and pillaging. And they're just really nasty. But then when you look at the map, you're like, well, they've only got this tiny island Mm -hmm. and they've got loads of boats. So it's not so bad. Well, no, it's like, what else are they going to do? you you don't have a
1: lot of options. It's like, what are they
0: going to do? Where are they going to go? And you kind of end up, especially because on the board game, you're, you're trapped between like two quite big powers. And you don't have any choice, but to kind of... You, ally, you have to ally with them both at the start. Have you been sympathising with the,
1: with the Greyjoys? No, I do, because you
0: have to You have to ally with both of them. You have to be like, well, I'll be buddies with you and buddies with you. And you keep that up for a little while, but then you realise like, oh, I can't... Yeah, you realise there's no way you can get anywhere in the game without stabbing one of them in the back. Yeah. That's quite cool. And you that's end up nice. like, it's just a case of like, just trying to <laughs> position yourself, waiting for them to be weak, yeah. and then yeah. But you end up like naturally doing loads of stuff that happens in the TV shows just because it's like that's the way the map works. And you kind of go, oh, that's why they did that as a. It's cool. It's cool.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a very similar experience. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. We'll sit down. We'll we'll do it.
0: Absolutely. Cool, man. Well, um, yeah, let's jump ahead to day. News time. time. (laughs)
3: It's been a relatively quiet week this week with the bank holiday weekend. So there's not Mm. that much going on. The load of April Fools. Oh, God. I fell for one of them. But, uh, really? Well, <laughs> I had to double-check whether it was an April Fool's joke what or not. What was it? Was oh, God. <laughs> it was the Sledgehammer Games thing. I don't know if you saw it. No, what was <laughs> it? Well, the reason it threw me, because they posted on March 29th, right? A <laughs> few days before Which April is Fool's is Day. A, that, a, sorry, a my date, mic A dick
1: move, really, isn't it? I mean, you're just going to get confused. Stick to April the first. Come on, guys.
3: So they posted up that they'd announced at GDC... That they were rebranding to, or at least part of their team was right. rebranding to um, Rubber Mallet games, <laughs> and you believe that? No, hang on, <laughs> and they were venturing into mobile development, which kind of is believable. <laughs> That's kind of what a lot of people are doing. That <laughs> does kind of make sense, actually. As and as a few as... days before April Fools, I thought, oh, this could be a legit thing, so I contacted television and said, "Is Good this guys, real? or Am I an idiot?" <laughs> <laughs> You, yeah, no, it's April I Falls. don't like all this <laughs> April Fool's
2: before <laughs> April Fool's stuff. That's yeah. not fair, man. That's no, not how the game. And also, people forget midday is the cutoff. Yeah.
0: You can't trick me after I midday. I think the other trick with uh, April Fool's that's really important and some people seem to forget is that they have to be funny. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, if it's not funny, just get lost. Uh, uh, and I also don't like the way that people get really cynical about April Fool's and go, oh, great, it's the day when everyone makes news up. It's yeah. like, no, it's the day where companies, are, um, people of any size and stature get to flex their humour muscles exactly, and yeah. do something funny. Yeah.
3: Mm. But there has been a bit of real news and a bit of a talking point, I well, guess. I'm not interested is, in real yeah. news, no, actually. No, Well, we can stick with April fake, news, 40, if yeah. Want. Yeah, fake you, news
0: Can you just invent some news for us, Dave? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, <laughs>
3: well, I could do if you really want to. Let's just
0: invent a new story
3: now. I've been accused of doing that in the past anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> <Same maybe. laughs> You're aware <of> that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ubisoft Toronto, who are doing Splinter Cell Blacklist. Okay. They are also working on next year's Assassin's Creed. Okay. Which is not Black Flag, it is the one that comes after Black Flag.
0: So, I just remembered that last night I had a dream, which was me watching live gameplay of <laughs> Black Flag and thinking, looks a bit ropey, doesn't it? We yeah. did watch live gameplay oh of Mine, Black thought, Flag. No, but I saw loads of it last night. <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought, I thought, <laughs> like I I the whole you were game. you say, like, I was the pirate or something? Like, come no. on, man, you've got really.
0: No, I was just like a camera floating just... above a ship. <laughs> but it was more like Sid Meir's Pirates. Right. Um, yeah. It's kind of cool actually <laughs>
1: yeah anyway go but on. no it's
3: this di- it's this debate of whether uh, you know annual Assassin's Creed do people want it every year and Ubisoft are claiming well Yes, they do, because more and more people are buying it every year. Well, that's the year. thing, isn't mm. it? But uh, me personally, no, I don't. I'm kind of done
0: with Assassin's Creed now. I feel like they've... Uh... Oh, I'm not. I'm definitely up for pirates. Anyone else? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Shall we I... get some in?
2: Uh, yeah, ring them up. <laughs> I'm not a big Assassin's Creed fan. Mm. I haven't played any since the first. Oh, what? Simply because it burned me so bad.
0: You and need like, to play two.
2: Everyone says that to yeah. me, and like, if anyone's sort of listened to all the red stuff I've done in the past, they'll know this, because like, it comes up a lot it burned me so bad the first one. You know, I yeah. hated it. I hated it as well. I really, and to the point where I just could never, ever, ever get the Moxie to, to go and play. A new, yeah. I just couldn't do it. Every time I started, I, thought, I can't do this. I cannot, I started playing it, I thought, mm. I can't do it. So I'm not the biggest Assassin's Creed fan, but I agree with Ubisoft on this. If, if they keep releasing it every year and people keep buying it, yeah. who's the more one going to go, oh, you should just stop yeah. doing this? Well, of course you're not, because you're making money. People got to vote with their wallets if they don't want it. I think a, a game of a year is too much, especially with the... It's so expansive yeah. Assassin's yeah. Creed. But it's yeah. working. The system is working.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that it's the same thing with Call of Duty. Like, no offence to the internet, but every year, for as long as I can remember, um, every time there's been a new Call of Duty coming out, you always get people on Twitter and Facebook going, yeah, well, maybe they should stop making them. Like, oh, they should stop making Call of Duty <laughs> games because people don't like them times. anymore. We're bored of them. Make... Stop making them. And it's like, they... They're not all of them, though. Like, they're making so much money. I mean, mm. even, even, like, last year, they slipped a little bit, and they're probably going to slip up again a bit this year. Yeah. Oh, no, we're still making tens of millions <laughs> <Yeah>. of dollars. <laughs> the difference for me, though, when it comes to something like Call of Duty, like, the campaign is over
3: in, what, six hours? Yeah. It's relatively short-time investment. But then the multiplayer, I feel like I can dip into whenever
0: I just fancy it. And it's, also, there's a social scene, isn't it? It's, yeah. like, it's like you upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, I really had a interesting conversation with Savak Yerli um, last year, where he was talking about Next Gen, and he said the greatest thing difficulty with next gen isn't about kind of like getting people to go and spend money on new tech it's the fact that the old consoles it's not a case of just getting rid of it and getting a new one it's about infrastructure it's about that online gaming, it's Mm. about Xbox Live and he said the whole problem they have is it's like, yeah, you've got to get people to get a new Xbox but then if they're playing a new Call of Duty on their new Xbox then they won't do that unless some of their mates are going to as well because otherwise they won't be able to play with their mates and it's like about the kind of social experience being able to carry rather than having that thing that we used to have, where it'd be like, oh, you're still playing on your Mega Drive? I've got a 32X. And it'd be like, well, that doesn't really affect me, so good for you. (laughs) You
3: (laughs) I wonder whether, though, when it comes to stuff like that, I mean, obviously, the publishers are going to be aware of that risk. I mean, for something like Battlefield, which will use the same engine on both generations, I mean, could there be cross-gen play? I don't know. I I think there will
0: be. I don't see why not. I mean, you'll have that thing of people going, oh, it's not fair, because you've got better graphics than me but you have that (laughs) on pc anyway don't you so yeah it's Mm. gonna happen i think because they'd be mad not to to cross the gap because i think if they had a new call of duty for example and then said oh yeah but you can't play with your mates who've got an old xbox
1: yeah it's gonna scare people off
0: yeah it means that people won't
2: do it everyone just buy the old one because they'll know well my mates aren't buying a new console therefore i would just stick with that i think you have to make it compatible really don't you're just shooting yourself in the foot
0: Mm. But yearly releases, I don't know. I, in a way, it's like Pokemon games were yearly at one point, right? Yeah, were they? I think.
2: Yeah, they were. yeah they, were they? I think I'm pretty sure there was a good period where they iterated them. Yeah, and obviously oh, wow. FIFA is the king. Yeah, I mean, people buy FIFA just to get the updated teams. Yeah, but
1: that's that's it with sports games. I mean, you feel like you're getting you feel like you're getting part of you know you need to update to to keep get the next set of teams, get the next um, you know make sure you're up to date with the yeah. Results. I could, can... but with, with with games like Assassin's Creed, I, it's just—it's a shame to hear them commit to an annual release. The, the fact that they have to do it in a year and it—I it, like.
0: Fair, they've got the team size they've got there. Like, yeah. they've got so many people. They keep the doing I... something, aren't they? <laughs> if, if we're insulting with Assassin's Creed, we, and I, I don't have a
2: problem with it, if I'm honest. If I FIFA, I buy every year. I love FIFA. The new team does enough for me, but that probably takes. I know they do suffer the gameplay as well, but the main reason people buy it is for the updated stuff. I assume that takes a developer a click. Just going <laughs> to put Van Persie United, new game. <laughs> so, with Assassin's Creed, it must be incredibly hard because, like you yeah. say, because they're so expansive and so big, they think, well, we've got to come up with a new story. We need, I guess, 20 hours plus gameplay. Yeah. We need more flags to collect. We need, you know, we know all these things. And that must, you know, see, so if, if we're all right for FIFA to do it, we yeah. should really be all right with Assassin's Creed too. Yeah. Because they are, and I'm sure they're not, but they're arguably working harder or at least have to work smarter than the FIFA team who can kind of. I know that everybody works hard, but who kind of think, well, we'll try defending this year. Oh, it didn't work. We'll try well, I this the, this year. I
3: get the impression that FIFA is, is turned around in a 12-month period where assassin's creed is yeah, a, it's a two month sorry two, two, two years, two, cycle. Two years. Two months, right.
0: two, it might be a two month cycle uh, <laughs> assassin's creed um <laughs> middle east yeah. where is it well yeah, it's just somewhere in the middle east yeah uh, how a, a long time
3: ago probably <laughs> <laughs> but still no it, it is the uh i feel
1: brotherhood it's Revelations too much every year free. anyone do you think they were rushed do these revelations, revelations i thought revelations
3: i right. didn't
0: finish that revelations was, but i didn't like it brotherhood was yeah. sick though Assassin's yeah. Creed 2 and Brotherhood, both awesome. Brotherhood was my favorite. Um, I yeah. think, yeah, I think if you could merge those two games somehow, mm. it would be one of the best games ever made.
3: I'm surprised they've moved away from the, um, the Assassin's Creed 3 era so soon. I know this yeah, is set just before that, so it yeah, could tie but into no. it.
0: No, the reason I'm excited about Assassin's Creed 4... Black Flag, which yeah. is a cool name actually, I'll give them that, um, is because when we saw the presentation for it, there was this really—I've said this before on the podcast—but there was this really tangible air of disdain from the lead dude about <laughs> yeah. Assassin's Creed 3. because obviously they they work in kind of like they don't work in parallel the teams, and well, so the, the story's team has got to
1: somehow link, hasn't
0: it? Well, know? not really, because I think well, they're doing something new. Oh, yeah. So the way it works is that while they were making Assassin's Creed 3, these guys were making Assassin's Creed 4 and they have completely different teams mm. and clearly completely different ideologies because what they're aiming for seems very different. And it's clear that a lot of the team who worked on <laughs> 2 and Brotherhood are working on 4. Yep. And the team that worked on 3 were different. And it was just wonderful the way that they... i said this before, but I still love it, so it bears repeating. said, we're going to bring in the best features from the series. Assassin's Creed 1, we're going to bring in the realism. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2, we're going to bring in the, the world that you, you know... Have, it's all connected and you can all buy stuff and it's bigger and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood we're going to you know bring in all of the stuff that refine that and using the the game to refine it um Assassin's Creed uh Revelations um well, that was really pretty, so, <laughs> so this game's going to be really pretty. And then he went, Assassin's Creed 3, uh... it's historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you could tell that read really between the lines, this guy who's the lead on the four thinks that
1: 3 was pretty rubbish. What an insulting compliment. I it's know. Historically it's
0: historically accurate. Was, yeah. Precisely, it's wonderful. It's like, I just I was laughing out loud at that point <laughs> in the presentation because it's just like, this game is probably going to be good. Because it's always good when you have a bit of a duff game in the series and the person making the sequel is like, mm. Mm, yeah, Time to well, show you up. It's going to be different. <laughs> but I reckon, I mean, it seems like they're making all the right noises with it. And I love the idea, of because I love the villa in Assassin's Creed 2 and the way you could upgrade that and it felt like your place. And rather than just being like a menu where you buy loads of upgrades, you you bought them gradually, but then because you were always going in and out of the villa, you saw the changes. So you felt like this this place was gradually Mm. getting better. And that was really cool, and that's something a lot of gamers really mess up now with the whole kind of RPG upgrade system. But the way they're doing it in this is that that's your boat.
1: A pirate (sighs) ship, man. So basically,
0: I love the idea that you're always going to see it because you're going to be sailing around in it. And this idea that throughout the game, your ship is just going to get cooler and cooler Mm. and cooler. I'm I'm massively excited. I lost days of my life to Sidman's Pirates.
3: I do think, though, it could be cannibalized by Watch Dogs, though. I think Ubisoft's playing a risky strategy. Yeah, I wouldn't be it. surprised if something weird happens with that. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know. I can't see them delaying Watch Dogs. I don't know what's I... going to happen this Christmas, because there's so many games that haven't even been announced yet, I think, that are going to get announced yeah. at E3 mm. or closer. And we always have this Christmas shuffle, don't we, of mm. when when everyone has their cards on the table, some people go, oh, I'm not going in on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they bump it back to March or Feb. Um, but I don't know, because it's the next, next gen and because they're, people are hoping there's going to be this influx of new customers there's a chance that people might just be like fuck it i'm staying in yeah um it could get really really messy risk
3: it for a biscuit
0: don't skip for a biscuit Uh, you don't want
3: to do that if they just get biscuits
2: their
0: company's dead yeah dead i don't know i don't know i think that's square enix's new ceo was quoted as saying that this morning (laughs) (laughs) it's That's the translation anyway cream soft we're Um. gonna we're gonna risk it for a biscuit and see See what, what happens. See what happens. Yeah. Dunk but, it. Lick it. <laughs> dunk it, it. Dunk it, babe. <laughs> and then he sort of just did a gang sign and walked off stage. It was a
1: very strange conference, wasn't it? Actually? It was weird,
0: yeah. I mean, oh, sorry, that's us inventing news again, isn't
1: it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we've got two new people this week, so we're going to jump straight into um, the question zone. We've got some good questions from the forum. Question
1: zone.
0: Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've had some some interesting ones. The main questions here, let's just jump straight into the quick fire stuff. So wow. Neon Soldier 32 has asked a bunch of quick fire questions thank for you, you guys. So I'm just going to rattle through these. Oh,
2: I'm already know I'm not going to be able to do it. quick fire. Oh you will. This you, is love bad. <laughs> you love it. You love
0: it. Pro tip just just loop the theme from Captain Scarlet in your head. <laughs> and uh, it'll turn you into a uh, boss. Right. <laughs> Why has nobody made a drum and bass remix of that? And why has the era passed where drum and bass remixes no longer happen?
2: <laughs> and Why does no one know what Captain Scarlet
0: is anymore? <laughs> uh, <laughs> My life is I'm getting old. <gasps> okay, quick fires for the newbies. Right. Oh, some of these are difficult. What can you bring to VG? Everything.
1: Videos. Okay. Uh,
0: hidden talent. Uh, I can lift a lot of weight. It's not a talent. It's not a talent. it's, no. not. it's not hidden. Is that not a talent? <laughs> I can tell <laughs> you, you can lift a lot of weight by
2: looking at you. You, you look like I don't Super Meat Boy. I regret massively. That's the first thing that okay. came to my head.
0: What does that say? What an asshole I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, What's your hidden talent? I can lift a
1: lot of weights. And, and it's that, that's fair <laughs> enough. I thought <wonder laughs> you can lift a lot of weights. Okay, party trick. I, I can make a, a noise like an owl. That's Are you ready?
2: That's pretty oh good. That is God. pretty good. Uh, I'm not really very popular at parties. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See,
1: I, I'm, I'm I'm in the center of the stage doing. That's elk, what elk people elk. say
0: when their party trick is putting fluorescent pen on their penis and doing a helicopter.
1: <laughs> oh, you came so, to my last party. I was oh,
0: there. <laughs> I was just uh, putting cameras in the walls. <laughs> uh, best superhero? Oh, Batman.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it's going to have to be Batman as well. I
0: and think. I'm going to completely avoid the whole thing where people say, "Well, Batman's not actually a superhero because those people are dicks." I think <laughs> I did yes. that okay. once before. Yeah, yeah sorry, but, like, I totally, he, I totally agree. With you.
2: I've done it before, but I'm a dick. I've never <laughs> done it. I love Batman. Batman's but the best. I think he's my
0: hero. He's yeah. so cool. Um, coffee or tea?
2: Neither. T- tea.
0: Mm, neither. Controversial. Or green tea.
3: <laughs> green
0: such tea? an asshole. Oh, if
2: I was God, listening God. to me, I'd be like, this guy's such an
0: asshole. <laughs> no one likes oh me. <laughs> <laughs> I lift weights and I drink green tea.
3: I don't like that guy.
0: I've got a lot of time for specialty <laughs> okay, teas. I've been, I've sorry, been drinking then. a lot of Ru- rubios Oh, oh nice. Like get it. out of here. It's got a lovely smell. Uh, best decade for films?
1: Probably 90s. That's where oh, I started. Jeez. Oh.
0: Well, I have to kind of say... You have to choose one, a decade, really. There haven't been that many of them, really. Films only got invented about 100 years ago. <laughs> I just, I'm thinking
2: of all my, my favourite films, and all Batman films.
0: Well, I'd, I'm, I'm going to jump in on this and say the 80s, just because...
2: I, I, you know, I'm going to say 80s, Commando,
0: Predator, all that kind of stuff, 80s. The Thing, you know? Yeah, God. 80s. Um, oh, best movie twist? No, we're going to skip that one, because it's spoilers, even yeah. though it says... Uh, favourite game? Oh, career of Time.
1: Final Fantasy IX. Yep. Oh, Nine, yep. I love nine. I love yeah. nine.
0: nine. Nine is better than Dave's face lit up. I "I've never met someone
1: who yeah. <laughs> loves Final Fantasy Nine. This is amazing." I've Never great. met a girl like you. <laughs> is, is there a better video game. Best RPG ever, yeah. I think. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Yep.
1: Oh, it's my best game. That's that's a level above. Right. that. We're I love have.
0: nine. I love nine. We're gonna have to have a meeting after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy. The best RPG ever is of course Chronic Trigger. Jesus, guys. Uh, you know, okay. Yeah, all right. You might most anticipated game.
1: Ooh,
2: GTA Five!
0: I'm very
1: excited about. Fair play. That, that box art, man. I'm
2: going oh. to say South Park, the game. I'm a massive South Park fan. Oh, fair fair enough. Enough.
0: So, Simon. Well, no, one. that's fair enough, because, you know, admittedly, you know, there used to be THQ PR <laughs> for a little while, but <laughs> yeah, that I'll, also means he's, he knows more about yeah, it I than mean, we do. I mean, to be so. me completely honest and completely
2: on the record, the reason I went to THQ is because I love professional wrestling and I love South Park and yeah. I wanted to get as close to those games as possible. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you yeah, know, be completely honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do dreams have meaning? Of course. And live your dreams.
1: Well, what were you dreaming about before? Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed Four, yeah, apparently. That has meaning. That but has I mean, meaning.
0: some of the dreams I've had have been terrible. At one point, I was just dreaming of Excel spreadsheets, and then I realized I need to change my job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, there Assassin's you go. Clear, so, so yes, to... they do. Big issue? Uh,
1: no, sorry, I'm going to change it. At the moment, Fair enough. <laughs>
2: Does it mean as in the big issue? Yeah, What's big my issue? issue? Yeah, I always have a big issue. All right, I'm cool.
0: Three quid, please. Yeah, no problem.
2: Cool. Do you know what I did once? The big issue someone I had no idea the big issue changed prices, oh, so I went to buy a big gave him a quid, and I, I walked it? off. And I left it one forty. I was like, "Oh shit, did I go back? No, just get going. Oh, oh, screwed over, oh, a screwed over a homeless person. Screwed over a homeless person.
0: I actually tried to my place oh, in hell. Wow, <laughs> <that's>... oh. <laughs> I never thought those words would be uttered on this podcast. <laughs> screwed, screwed over, over homeless a homeless person. person.
2: Wow, Jesus. So let's move on. Let's move on quick.
0: Android. Or IOS.
2: Uh, oh, that's difficult because I've just started mucking around with Android properly for the first time and it's better. Android. It is better, but there aren't any games. That's,
0: the, yeah, that's exactly iOS, right.
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: Games are rubbish. That's why oya is just screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's an Android console. What <laughs> a Android. strange list
1: of games they've released. The platform?
0: Oh, yeah. I don't, That's just it's, so dead. A lot
1: of weird names. It says there.
0: a lot that they're basically going, hey, guys, you can emulate on it. Yep. It's like, yeah, I can emulate on anything. I can <laughs> emulate on a teacup these days. <laughs> you know, chipped Xboxes are not the future. Um... PS3 or 360? 360. 360. That's the right answer. Um, is this a poor time for console gaming? No. I don't
1: think so. No I even it's squeaked. Exciting. I was so <laughs>
0: appalled by the question. We've
1: got new consoles coming out. It's exciting time.
0: I know. It's funny, isn't it? People seem to think there's a bad time for games and it's just like, have you looked out the window? Because there are games everywhere. Yeah, like, exactly. It's more that maybe people think it's disappointing because a lot of games are disappointing but my god there are so many games Yeah, I remember the N64 period where you had to wait a year for a new game to come exactly. out exactly that doesn't happen anymore me and my brother used to play Goldeneye with our feet because we would played Goldeneye <laughs> so much <laughs> and we would used all of the custom rule sets you could use and we just we rinsed it to the extent that so you we thought. We thought, well, the next <laughs> tangible step is... the th- only option, really. Because it was only one control stick, so you could do buttons with one uh, big toe and then a the control stick with the other. Looked at your whole body and went, yeah. The matches feet. took a long time. But that's why the like, Perfect Dark was awesome, because it had, like, so many things you could tweak. It was just like, oh, we're yeah. not going to have to play with our feet. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that's great. Anyway, um, <laughs> what changes will you be bringing to VG? Oh, that's, These are really big questions.
2: Well, I mean
0: good changes I mean it's a stupid thing
2: to say but everything we do will be positive we want to grow the site that's the most important thing and hopefully you'll see them over the next coming weeks and months and if you don't drop us a line and we'll try and implement that that. seems
1: reasonable Um, unfortunately Nellis fans is going to be a lot less League of Legends uh, uh, insight I'm terrible at that game You've had a go though, yeah, right? Yeah, I've been playing recently, uh, but...
0: I'm, I'm quite good. good at Dota, but yeah, League of Legends, that's, you know, Nellis's got it covered, but yeah. we might, we'll probably grab him at Gamescom. We've said this before, but yeah, we will... Talk
1: about League of Legends. Kidnap <laughs> <him>. <laughs> we'll kidnap
0: him, um, which is going to be fun. I love kidnapping people, yeah. it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Best game of 2012? XCOM. Oh, jeez. Good shout. <laughs> My brain's gone blank. What the hell came out last year? <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It's either <laughs> XCOM, The Walking Dead... I love it. Or, what was the other one? It was a really close one between three games. I can't remember what the third one is. Well, Mass Effect Far, 3 came Far out Far last Far was... year, didn't it? Mass Effect 3. Great shout out. Mass
2: Effect 3 would be mine. I, I've I got... swear I'll be missing something, but I did love Mass Effect
0: 3. Mass Effect 3, so... 3 was brilliant. A lot of people hated that, but those people don't have souls. <laughs> um, Walking Dead game overrated. No, no. So I I unless good. we're talking about Dust. the Activision models. Oh,
1: Survival Instinct.
0: In which case, mm. that one is perfectly rated yeah. at about yeah. three out of ten. I, I,
2: I want to play that. I love bad We've games. We've got it. Oh,
0: I love bad games. Mm. I'm so up
2: for playing that game.
0: Can we get you some sort of like regular video feature where you just play bad games? I, was, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would probably cry throughout it. I'd be so happy. We might have to get that <laughs> get that
2: rolling. <laughs> it's not good viewing, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I
3: think it could be <laughs> that,
2: good viewing. that can
3: work.
1: Yeah.
0: I think yeah. If, if you'd like to see that, then do let us know. I will post do, do it. I would like to see that. And yeah, post post on the forum if you want to see that actually and give, some, give us some suggestions of, of, of the worst games you can because I'll get angry go. as well and that's why mm-hmm. I, I enjoy just, I, I can finish Inversion with you it's co-op actually yeah Dave <laughs> has do it.
1: Do it. you a fan of bad games Dave. I've got to finish Inversion Dave actually
0: plays bad games for fun You're Dave's good. got a problem mm. I've spent a lot of time <laughs> I kind of feel like increasingly when I signed up for the job here I assumed I was going to be a video producer yeah. mm-hmm. but really I feel like I'm more of a kind of social worker <laughs> and uh, I spend a lot of time just trying to get Dave to sort of change his habits you and give me some advice just make himself a better person Dave, Listen, just put
1: the game down it's alright yeah, it was
0: right. the point at which I realised that he was going to spend a weekend playing Inversion in
1: mm.
0: uh, and he still had never seen See. either Willow or The Princess Bride That <laughs> I sort of thought there's something wrong with your life yeah. Dave have you seen any of those films yet? No I did watch oh. Men in
3: Black 3 the other day this
0: is what I'm talking <laughs> I, about I watched Men in Black the other day what a
3: good film yeah, but no, a good shit. Fi- I enjoyed I like it. it oh
0: jeez <laughs> you need to watch The Princess Bride alright mm. I'll try I don't know is how many times I have to say this to you I don't know but it might be it, it's the sort of film that's everywhere. I've got it on
1: DVD. Yeah. Just borrow it from me. Oh,
0: no. it's, it's a cracker. It'll make you cry. Change your life. Worst developer.
1: Uh, Square Enix for <laughs> never making the game as good as Final Fantasy 9 again. Oh, yeah. Worst developer. Yeah. They're, Actually, not a, they're a publisher. They're, yeah.
2: uh, there's not really developers. I don't really hate any developers. Whoever made Fusion Frenzy
0: Two, they can go in there. <laughs> that game is utter <laughs> guff. <laughs> worst. There are. I mean, I'd say. Oh, I don't know. Zinger and stuff, but they're more of a pub. I don't even know.
2: Yeah, see, I put them in there, but I still don't get their games. They make no sense to me whatsoever. It's because they're I don't rubbish. Think oh yeah,
0: <laughs> in the target market. No. Oh no, and lost right? duck has found its way onto your farm. <laughs> Would somebody. you like to get your friends to do um. this?
3: So in reality, haven't haven't had a very good run, have they? No, they. Walking haven't. Dead, Ghostbusters, Connect, Star Wars.
1: Oh, God. It's
0: not a very good generation up, for them, How so. do you mess
1: up Connect Star Wars? Come on. Pretty I mean, not it's got, got go Connect through, in go the name. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, th- Connect Star Wars is spectacular. Um, that was the point at which I realised. That I don't know. Yeah, actually, you know, <laughs> I, I used to work at OXM, and I, one of the things that uh, we, we were always actually, a lot of people think with official mags that you kind of like, oh, you're official. You you don't tell the truth. You're not allowed to. <laughs> you're just trying to be. oh And the people genuinely do think that there is this agenda and that you have rules about what you can and can't say and can mm-hmm. and can't do. And that's not true, actually. All of the reviews I did were completely honest. Um, the know. only issue we had was we had to be a bit careful about how we talked about Kinect in the fact that we were able to yeah. say this Kinect game is rubbish because it doesn't work. But you couldn't say but We, is we kind of were uh, not like told, don't do it. But I mean, that makes sense because at the end of the day, people were buying the official mag because they loved Xbox. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to point out when there were problems with stuff, but we weren't really just being like, you know, to be honest, if people bought an Xbox mag and we were just kicking the hell out of the Xbox, people yeah. would be like, well, this isn't what I came exactly, for. I so that makes sense. However, I can openly say now that Kinect is just fucking rubbish <laughs> like I played so many Kinect games and a few of them were really good fun but a lot of them I'm, but actually I can't wait for the next gen of Connect because it's yeah, got so much say, potential yeah. I bought yeah.
3: three fucking Kinects
0: why? What's wrong with you, Dave? Why would you do that?
3: I forgot I'd pre-ordered you need,
1: one. You need three of them, <laughs> so I bought one. You deserve job. to have three connected. <laughs> and then
3: I bought one for the. You need
1: three well, of them to make it work. Is, That's the problem. You sold one J- of them it right then. Accurately, I, d- I did moves.
3: eventually return the other one, right, okay. so I paid for two in the long run. It's, the, it's,
0: the, it's <laughs> the processing; here. it doesn't quite work because it, it's like it needs console power to process properly. And developers are, were already so squeezed that they're like, we're not yeah. going to take away. Yeah any processing power for this um but i think with next gen when they're going to have more and i'm assuming that microsoft are going to have it integrated so it'll have its own onboard memory mm. and all that yeah. stuff i think it's really cool because it has the potential like the stuff that pc mod have done with it it's just oh, like god, yeah. oh my god this is minority report when guys first yeah. showed it off yeah. at e3 yeah. or wherever it was it, that it, it was it a looks incredible however if you do have a connect and i can happily tell you that the two games you want to get for it because they are awesome is the raving Rabbids one yeah, is good that yeah. is if you've got a big living room that is amazing fun you do you need a big living room you do need name. for that one it's you need a really big living room but it's brilliant and there was weirdly Pixar Rush right <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That mini was games right. it's brilliant i really loved it most of the games involve you running around pretending to be a rat doing hand gliding yeah. and stuff but i had so <laughs> much fun with it yeah <laughs> it's genuinely brilliant but anyway um best developer that should be easier
1: I'd, I'd say rockstar for consistently making games that i get very excited about
2: that's fair enough mm. Yeah, I'd have to say Rockstar, but Bioware would get a mention as well. I think. Bioware just, would get a mention. And Nintendo, you know, because they always come up with things that, well, sometimes they come up with things that nobody else I would. I thought they were so. losing
0: their sheen, but I'm really excited about Luigi's Mansion, because that that's sounds it. like that's Nintendo back on form.
2: Again, would I ever have thought about playing Luigi's Luigi Mansion 2? No. But as soon as I hear what people are saying about it, and I, read about, oh, I want to play this game, because yep. nobody else could have come up mm.
3: with this. I made a mistake of playing Luigi's Mansion 1 before Luigi's Mansion 2. And, uh, that's he, the thing I was a bit disappointed yeah Luigi's Mansion 1 is, is. I've only played a little bit of Luigi's Mansion 2 but it's not as good as I was hoping for oh um, Dave you... I know I know you hate everything Dave yeah. no, that's, that's good Steve. it's Steve good but everything. it's a... yeah oh well, no yeah doesn't he <laughs> <Yeah. it> just <laughs> anyway we won't talk about it I've got to play more of it until yeah. I yeah. actually I'm going to try and buy it and
0: we'll all play, all play inversion.
1: it we'll talk about yeah. it <laughs>
0: and actually I've been playing a shed load of Monster Hunter I might talk about that at some point in the future we'll see but yeah finally favourite TV drama
1: Ooh, Mm, I (laughs) I really, really like Breaking Bad at the moment. It's a good show, but there's uh, there's tons. Game of Thrones has been fantastic. Sons of Anarchy.
0: Uh, Sons of Anarchy is kind of fun. Yeah. I found with Sons of Anarchy, I really enjoyed it, and then, but I got told
1: careful, careful.
0: Um, no, 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 I'm not going to oh, do wait. any spoilers. But I enjoyed it, and my girlfriend saw a bit, and she was like, "Oh, this is such a stupid man TV show." <laughs> she was like, "I'm not watching this. It's just like man rubbish." But then I was feelings? chatting to a friend of mine, and they were like, "I can't believe you watch Sons of Anarchy. It's like a really girly show <laughs> because apparently it's like it's just mainly like that main character. They must have watched very different episodes. Well, no, no, because they actually she made a good point. She was like, "Yeah, I love Sons of Anarchy. I can't believe you watch it. It's a proper girly." because a lot of it is just that kind of hunky lead walking around with his shirt off. Yep. And so it's like... Sexy. I didn't realise it's like a, it's like Sex in the City for... Oh, I don't even know. With bikers. Or I, do, I, I think
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> I know, a bit harsh. No, I really do it. like it. But okay. slight spoiler, but yep. there's
0: a bit in the third season where they go to Ireland and that is yep. just the worst thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. It's like Ireland is depicted as being a stone shack in the yep. middle of a field. <laughs> yeah, it is. With everyone going, Oh, hello there!
3: Yep. <laughs> Have you ever seen Lizard Lick Towing? <laughs> no. It's amazing. It's about a bunch of rednecks who own a towing company and they all go off and shoot each other when they tow each other's vans away and stuff. That it's sounds amazing. Fun. It's it like an episode? It's like a fly on the wall, but I think a lot of it's scripted. Is it like um, <laughs> Trailer Park Boys? You've I've seen never that. seen Trailer Park Boys. Trailer
0: Park Boys is very funny. It's basically every episode is exactly the same, but yeah. if you get yeah. over that, it's <laughs> <that's> <laughs> really funny. <laughs> you yeah. can forget that you saw the last one. In what's, what's your
2: favorite TV show? I'm right? thinking, man, I don't know. I'm gonna, I, I, I say this in jest before I say this, but I'm going to say Monday Night Raw. Monday Night <laughs> Raw.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you do
0: love your rest though. Yeah, I I fair enough.
2: I just, I mean, I, I do watch Breaking Bad is awesome. Um, but I don't, I don't know I don't watch a lot of dramas I just realised I was going through the, all the big ones I haven't, I haven't got around to seeing yet So it's there's
0: some cool. great ones out there yeah yeah. there's loads yeah. and I haven't watched them I think Breaking Bad nice. might be my favourite Breaking Bad is incredible like, just because what? it's like I love The Wire um, but I, Breaking Bad is just so mm. entertaining yeah it's just it's really funny okay we've got a couple of quick questions from the Twitter we've got um, Daniel Grosset asks since Blockbuster and HMV are gone and Games Sucks goats, I quite like that mm-hmm. do you feel that this is the end of high street game shops of the old days well, Blockbusters is back
2: now, right? Somebody bought them and some kind of the stores of, yeah. are going to stay open. Yeah, but the guy who so... bought
0: it, was that? Like,
3: wasn't it the guy who just messed up Jessup's or something? It was something to do with something that went into... It. It's one, one of
0: these stuff. things where it's like, well, I've run out of money in this one. <laughs> Hang on a minute, It's like shaking a penny bank. There's a couple of coins in this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I do think it's becoming interesting. I mean, I, where I'm living at the moment, I went to just browse uh, the other th- some games of the... It was nowhere. The H&V and game were next to each other. They're both closed. Now, the game is reopening. Because mm-hmm. Obviously, they've, they've had injection of cash, but there was nowhere I could have gone. It even had a sign in, in the HMV saying your nearest HMV was, what, I think, 45 minute drive away, <laughs> so it's not really close. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, I don't think I'll ever go anywhere because it just won't, you know, just, yeah. you know, the nature of human beings, what we've come used to in terms of shopping and, and entertainment, and all that kind of stuff, it will stay, but I do think. Unless they can sort those things out or find a way to be competitive,
0: then I think it would be massively diminished. It felt like it, it started disappearing a while ago. I remember about two years ago, I was trying. I had some Game Station credit on a card, and I was like, I want to go to a Game Station for, for obvious reasons, and uh, I couldn't find one. It was like the only one I went to was the one in Camden, which used to be where I knew, where I worked, and that closed down. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, where's the nearest one? And it's like there isn't one. Like in the whole of like London, mm. you had to go to like properly Greater London. It's like, it's mental. Like, like, you know, even, yeah, in terms of looking for a game anywhere now in London, it's
3: a nightmare. Really. It's there's not, there's really, there's no game stores, there's no HMVs. And I kind like of that. wonder if
0: it's just like the actual shops are never really going to come back in a big way.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's right. It's certainly nearing its end. Um, it's going to be a shame though, because like, being a student the last few years, it's been a blessing being able to trade in games, which isn't, is something that is going to become harder and harder to do if you mm. can't go to a brick and mortar store and I'm hoping though it.
0: that this is a kind of it relies on a bit of optimism but I'm hoping that a lot of people are really anti this whole kind of digital download thing and this kind of idea that games will be locked to your console yep. but that's a set, effectively what we've got with Steam oh, that, right? well, well like you buy a game on Steam you can't lend that to anyone and, it's your game and
2: music as well Like I remember when yeah. the whole I went I'll never do that now, everybody does it. And a yeah. lot of people, I don't know who that was, the impression I just <laughs> was, but a lot of people... Well, he was wrong. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but a lot of people can't even imagine buying CDs now. Why would I buy a CD? Well, I can just carry it around this airless thing. And I think perception is everything. If that becomes what you do, Will all you know years will pass and it will just become what people do and you'll just accept it. Yeah. And, and just when move you take on.
0: away like the the difficulties of infrastructure and shipping and shelves, like yeah. the prices deals you can do are awesome. Like exactly. you, you can't do a thing with a new release and say, hey, this game's ten pounds because yeah. it's like the number of your shift. You won't be able to the cost of getting them to the shops and you just can't do it. Yeah. Whereas you know, hopefully, if they do go for this whole, you own a game, you can't trade it in, you can't do that. But it also means yeah. that maybe you won't be spending forty quid a yeah. pop anymore because mm-hmm. that feels like that those days awful. <laughs> well, I remember you playing 70
2: games for Super Mario Bros. 2 on the NES. Oh, yeah. 60, 70 70 for, could, yeah. 69.99 from John Lewis. <laughs> Cheers, John. <laughs> um, so, I mean, th- things change. And things yeah. just, you know, in, in, in Australia they still pay horrendous amounts of money for games. So if digital downloads do come in and all of a sudden, think about it right now. If the internet gets, you have a good enough internet connection where you think, I can download that game in a few hours and it's nineteen ninety nine, brand new. Or you can walk down to game which is 45 minutes away or whatever, drop 50 quid. I mean, Mm. what are you going to do?
1: With with consoles, the problem is that a lot of the the digital prices are still... um, Yeah, that's right. They correspond with the ones in in store, which... So I'm kind of looking forward to, like, the Xbox Marketplace, PlayStation Network, having more prices online with Steam. You know what
0: I reckon with that, though? I've got a a funny feeling about this. You know how long this generation has lasted? Like, 10 years. The next one's going to be the same, I think. The next one's going to be 10 years again. And I think that the reason that the console guys are so rubbish at their online sales prices is because they are towing retail along for one final tug. And I think that they're just going, we're not going to fuck you over, retail. You know, we won't fuck you over digital. We'll keep you in the game. And then as soon as they've had their shop presence, sold their consoles, Mm. got their money from that, got their install base, it's going to be like, see you guys, we don't need you anymore. Or by the time we are going to need you again, you're probably not going to be here anyway. So we'll work it out. We'll wing it, Mm. you know? And I feel like that's been their strategy for a long time. It feels like they're kind of trying to help them out. Yeah. But it's like somebody on life support. I, I wonder if what's going to happen is if it, I've been to like, uh, when you go into like central London now, all the places where all the big shops used to be, now it's like these promotional experiences. It's like, hey, it's the Nest Cafe Center. It's the M&M store. The M&M store. And oh. it's like, they're not really shops. They're basically branding exercises. And I wonder if we're going to get like the Microsoft shop. Oh, I, 100%. Where, I would say, yeah,
2: yeah that will definitely, definitely happen because... I mean, Microsoft can you know lose a billion dollars and still have enough money to do that. So why wouldn't they do that? Yeah. If Game and HMV do completely vanish or water down to the point where there are like flagship stores across the country, Microsoft go. All we have to do is set up ten stores. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it cost a lot of money, but not to Microsoft, and we can just you know they've got partnerships with TVs and everything like
0: that, and it can just be come in and buy your home entertainment set up straight from. Or us. even just like social spaces like Xbox, where it's just like you can just yeah? play the new Xbox mm. games in this place, and you go oh, you can buy them right here if you want, but. I just think that's kind of what is good. And I'm actually kind of excited by it because I personally think that shopping is really dull. I hate, yeah. I hate shops. I hate going around them. And if we can actually turn high streets into these places where like, they're just sort of social spaces... They have to bring back the service. That's what they have to do to rejuvenate retail. I think it's too late for that. I mean, it's all very well to have that kind of service chat with someone, but I can go and buy a game for like a tenner and get it delivered next day delivery for free. No, know. I know
3: we can, but like the uninformed, for example, like they, I think they... The unwashed. The people you know I
0: want to I mean. to. You know what I mean. No, I don't they, know. I think those days, I think you, that used to be the case, but I think that the problem now is because they're not uninformed. <laughs> and it's the same thing with like music piracy and stuff, how it used to be back in the day, just a couple of us on LimeWire or whatever, yeah. getting new tracks. It's so and, then it, and then it became like what everyone
2: did. Mm. That was the problem with it, though. I mean, not wanting to change track too much. The problem now is if you're... I'm picking this number out of the air, let's say 14. Yeah. A lot of 14-year-olds think, well, I, I love the fact music is free. They think it's legal. And i yeah. actually, oh, I love the fact I'm just going by. Why isn't everything
0: like this? <laughs> you're not supposed to be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: yeah. that's the other problem as well. You have to educate people. But I wonder
0: to... if they are. I think Because I think they, with music, they kind of... Fix that with Spotify and stuff. Yeah,
2: I was definitely better now. And I wonder
0: how many kids now even bother with music piracy. Because mostly, yeah, hand up, I used to dabble a bit. But it's because it was so expensive. The only option (laughs) then was like, hey, do you like music? Well, get yourself down to HMV and spend 18 pounds a CD. Oh, yeah. Get a
1: job whilst you're there because it's going to be expensive.
0: And the worst thing about music was like you had no idea whether or not you're going to like it. Mm. I think I got bitten with, I can't remember what it was, but I bought a CD and just thought, this is rubbish. This cost me 20 pounds, and it's rubbish. I,
2: I see, I mean, I mean the, the music I was into as well, you had to order in all your CDs. so It was like 25 quid a pop. Yeah. But I mean, um, I, I, I mean, I, I understand why people did it. I never did it, it's mostly because I've always kind of been in bands, and I always used to think, well, imagine someone yeah, start yeah, mine. Yeah. But I get why people did it, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, and that's the, what you want to stay away from with games. I don't know how people would do that. Obviously, there are ways to do it on, um, with PCs. Yeah. I don't know how you do it with consoles. But there's a way. People always find a way. They know how to do it. So as long as they can kind of counter that, I'm sure that is a worry for for some publishers. Think, what if people start screwing us over massively? But the money they'll save, it's it's bound to happen. Mm. The internet is the real
0: the real hurdle because some people still want 56k modem dial-up. That's true. That's true. Especially, I mean, in like outside of kind of like uh, properly Western built-up first world. Like A lot of emerging people like, you know, Brazil are still like, using PS2s for yeah. quite a while.
2: So that's, you know, you've got to make sure that the option is there. But I think the majority would surely appreciate it in the long run if they could get all these kind of sticking points to, to, to shift. Yeah, definitely.
0: So uh, what's, um, let's have a look. Uh, Chris Williams asks what's everyone's thoughts on the PS Vita becoming the main console hub for indie games. Is it? Is it? No, no. one told me. No, it's not. Uh, it's PC, missed uh, one. <laughs> 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 PC or uh, iOS devices? Um, which are huge. Um, I think he means that basically um, Sony have have recently been putting a lot of money, well, probably not that much money, into kind of getting (laughs) some really cool indie games like Hotline Miami and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they've kind of been like, it's kind of what Sony's strategy is all around is they've realized that Microsoft took gamers and they took them on a magical (laughs) Aladdin-esque carpet ride (laughs) for many years. And while Sony stood around going, God damn it, why did we make so many stupid mistakes and now that ride is coming to an end because microsoft have suddenly gone hey guys we don't need gamers because we've got da- dan central three <laughs> and we've got you know they kind of like they realize they don't really need us as much because they're, they're doing something different their main competitor are apple now yeah and that's you know
3: good for them. I think it's cool that that stuff exists on the Vita or is starting to exist on the Vita. But I think it's always gonna you know it's always gonna begin on PC, isn't it? Because yeah, I mean, just the home for it.
0: PC is the main home, and I I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's cool know. the options there. I think so the PS Vita I, you know, is um, in real trouble. Like I, I, well, the I think the more it's stuff so that cool. can come
1: to the Vita, the better, because it it is a, a fun handheld. It's just it struggled with titles
0: the vita feels it's like too bloody expensive the vita feels like a, mm. a goal that's ready to be tapped in because basically the problem with the ps with the with the original PSP was that it was uninteresting in the extreme until someone worked out how to crack it and then <laughs> it was an awesome device which you could watch videos on the go unless they can come up with some really
3: cool way that it works with ps4 you know what they need I to do with the vita which
0: is, i think is just uh, absolute easy chips thing is just start start getting good ps2 games get them licensed yeah you know especially most of them talk square enix they had loads of awesome rpgs get them licensed get them on the ps store and let basically have legal paid for ps2 emulation because you know what sooner or later somebody is going to work out a way to emulate yeah they'll crack the vita they will emulate ps2 on it and then they'll start selling those Vitas because that's what it's what, it's what right happened to PSP make, as well. <laughs> what happened <laughs> to PSP. Yeah. So they already know that basically people worked out how to crack PS1 games on it, then it sold. And they didn't make any money off the games from that. Mm-hmm. And they really could have done it. It's a hell of an infrastructure thing to go and get all those games licensed, but... Yeah. They should make it like a,
2: a pay, i I'd pay five, six quid a month yeah. to have unlimited access to a store where
0: I could download old games. If yeah. I thought I'd
2: buy a Vita for that. I'd buy a Vita and I would give them my subscription money straight away and that would be that.
0: Yeah. And that's why I think what they're doing with PS Plus at the moment is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. PS Plus is amazing. I mean, if I, if I wasn't games industry and playing all these different games, I'd probably just do that. Yeah. I'd just get a PS3, get a PS Plus and just play the free games that are free. Yeah. Because they don't even fob you off with rubbish.
1: They don't, no. Absolutely. It's
0: Mass Effect 3 last month. It's pretty good. Bosh. Uh, let's just have one last question who got whose seat well um, Simon got a new seat which I think was Neon's old seat uh, I moved into Nellis' seat and Chris <laughs> moved into my seat So, and then the music stopped yeah. um, I'm in Tom's seat I think right here You are? Yeah, we shift all the time. We shift. We're like a miasmatic jelly. (laughs) I've got one question for
3: Simon. Very quick. Yeah. And I've only just noticed this during the duration of this podcast, right? What's that
2: massive, like, wart on your head? (laughs) (laughs) Has
3: anyone ever told you, you sound a bit like Kratos.
2: No. Seriously, I'm hearing it in my head. That's like... the greatest This is the greatest moment of my life. I can, <laughs> I'm just going to go lie down. That's, I love that, man. I you're love done. Kratos. The deepest character in games. Why angry? Because I'm angry. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Um, no, no one's ever said that. No, thank even you. It
3: wasn't a compliment. It was just an observation. Oh, I'll take, I'll sure. take that, I will take
2: that as a compliment. I'm bashing
3: I'm, this mic like I don't know what. It's Sorry. Right.
2: It's because you think Kratos is here and you're scared. Mm, I'm yeah. terrified. I'm running. Shivering there. your timbre I need to shout a bit more, surely, to sound like oh, Kratos. Oh, yeah you definitely got ah. definitely got similar tones
0: oh, that, was of brilliant. Awesome. that was Spot pretty accurate yeah. 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 <laughs> I really wish I hadn't killed my wife and kids <laughs> 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 that's the character that <laughs> best character in game I really best felt like I was channeling it you know yeah. <laughs> just get it out there uh. finally Phil Reynolds asks which newbie would win in a jelly and custard fight to the death uh, jelly I and
2: think custard there's a, there's Isn't a that, like, choice a, that here. sounds like a sexy thing
0: so, to the well, death. I mean, sexy things are the wrong word, but like uh, sexy death fight. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to bed with you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know. if you going to have a fight to the death? Why? What do you do with the jelly? Are you well, naked I think, in jelly? I think that's the thing. Like, like if. If it's a jelly and custard fight, that sounds quite fun. Really, isn't it? But really, if it's jelly and custard fight to the death, I'm assuming that sooner or later you're going to give up with a jelly and custard and basically just stab someone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's going to be... Why? It's going to end up being a hand-to-hand brawl that involves <laughs> jelly and custard. Well,
1: well, As a man, this, this, this isn't never... a fair fight. Can I have some kind of weapon?
0: I was going to say, like, basically, I mean... It, it sounds like your only weapon here would be jelly and custard oh, in which case no offence Chris that. but I think you're dead yeah, um, I, think so. I think I think uh, I think uh, Simon uh, could quite uh, easily kill all three of us if you wanted to yeah. um, well, uh, I, what a strange
2: I mean I liked it but what a strange question it is a strange <laughs> where question where does that come from we've got
0: a lot of time for strange questions no, right? always always, it gets worse I like than it. this
3: trust me
2: it, it does it does this.
0: get weirder but uh, I think that's about it for this week's podcast so thank you very much as ever oh no it isn't oh, it isn't it isn't because finally we have one last thing that we must do Mm-hmm. And a slightly stretched episode of the podcast. We have the competition winner. Because, of course, we had the member of the month competition. Yes. For those of you who are not familiar to the podcast and the website, every month we have member of the month. Now, we have three games, which are provided by shop2.net. And basically, you can have any game you want if you win. You, you know, as long as it's Up on the, the, the website. Up to the value of £50. Pounds, Up I to the believe. value of £50, pounds, which yeah. these days is... Pretty much anything you want. Good, Let's be reasonable. Uh, but there's three ways you can win a game every month. One is by... We have a member of the month where everyone in the forum votes for who they think the funniest or coolest person in the forum is. That person wins one. And also everyone who votes gets put into a draw and one of them wins just for voting. So if you haven't done already, you might as well sign up for the forum and do that because, hey, free games are free and yeah. games are games who doesn't want that free games are free <laughs> breaking news breaking news <laughs> <laughs> update but we had a, a separate thing obviously for the third part of the competition we had like to add a bit of a, a, a degree of skill and we make up something every month and this week's this month's competition was basically invent a zerg in MS Paint if you haven't seen that on the forum some of us st- did watch that the other <laughs> day <laughs> but some, some of them were excellent <laughs> <laughs> laugh quite a bit I made it. <laughs> a Tony Hart style <laughs> yeah. um, gallery yeah. video about it which if you haven't seen you might Definitely quite enjoy um, but yeah I've got some winners and we actually, we, we love the selection from this so much that we actually got some um, some special editions of Starcraft 2 Heart of the Swarm as well that we're giving. So there's actually mm. four winners. Wow. And the f- the first prize winner, if they want, will get to choose a game of the choice, but the other three people will get, to be fair, a very impressive collector's edition. And probably worth more than 50 probably pounds. Probably worth more than 50 <laughs> pounds. So actually, the way it'll work is if the first prize winner wants that instead, then the three game goes to second prize. Da, 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 et, cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll work it out. Anyway. Uh, I must say, I'll, I'll leave from the bottom. So, actually, the, the three runners-up, which uh, we all win prizes, which I loved, was Van Riel with a bumling, <laughs> which was just a Zergling with a big bum. Yeah. And I really, really liked it. There was something about the simplicity of the drawing that every time I see it, it makes me laugh a lot. Like, way more than it should. But that was excellent. I love that. Uh, for slightly different reasons, the second winner was Jen uh, Pen with our Aggravation Zerg, just because the level of... The like artistic skill and thought that went into it's quite good, but this was a zergling that basically would crawl out of a hole in the ground and sneak itself underneath your foot, and basically it's like getting poo on your shoe. Oh, oh right, frustrating, really. Basically, just the idea that it would then distract marines because they're like, <laughs> "Oh, what's this on my feet?" <laughs> <laughs> Awful. But, um, and the third winner was Marink with, um, I like this a lot. Uh, for two reasons. It's Zergai the meerkat. (laughs) Very good. good. And I like it because it's a lovely pun. But also the drawing he's done of a meerkat with claws in MS Paint is both cool. And also it's quite frightening. It's something about it that is actually genuinely... Have a look. It's, yeah, I don't like that. At it's all. genuinely I a little bit I do like it, but I don't like Precisely. it. Precisely, <laughs> uh, and I thought that that was well worthy. A couple of uh, mentions um, that, that runners up that don't win prizes, but I really, really liked was um, I loved Mister Hubo's Zergonomic mouse mat. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> that Very made good. me laugh a lot, and I also liked Frosty Sphincter's Hinden Zerg, which was a, basically a blimp. Frosty Sphincter, it's a great name. Brilliant. Um, and but I think or the grand winner. Condition. The grand winner is a joint winner actually and they're going to have to work it out amongst themselves. Oh, but God. the 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 big winner this week is um Alteranga and Mini Ranga because Alteranga had some some awesome um some really really good I I enjoyed his um zergling shake uh which was sort of a make take of Harlem shake and he also did some other ones. He did a bunch basically and all of them were really really good. Um but then actually yeah his his son had had seen him doing them on the forum. Uh, and he was like, what, what are you doing, Dad? Because he'd basically been <laughs> be drawing all of these rubbish MSN paint things for this competition. And his, his younger bro, son was obviously like, what is this? And he was like, oh, trying to explain it. And his son liked the idea so much that he started drawing them in crayons and they're actually pretty good. Like They're actually like better than some of the things that we would been making. Um, but <laughs> I thought that the drawings he'd it's done were. It's not hard, though. I thought, they were, I thought they were really sweet and I thought they were actually really quite cool monster designs. So... That's the first prize. Congratulations. So congratulations Thanks to, to both of you. Well you can done. choose to either buy your son a game or keep it for yourself and Ooh. never tell him. Because um, both, both were worthy, worthy winners. But we will announce... Um, actually, we haven't done the thing, but we will announce the winners of the Member of the Month stuff on the forum, because I have... Forgotten to top them up because Matt Nellis has disappeared <laughs> to Germany. And to be honest, I don't really know what I'm doing. But we'll have a new competition next month. Uh, next week, sorry. Next month. Mamba of the month. And it's got that one where I really just can't speak. So uh, we're going to wrap this podcast up. I've been Matt Lees for the Video Game UK podcast. Thank you guys ever for listening. If you have enjoyed it, then subscribe on the iTunes and look at the website. Blah, 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 blah. I've been joined by our new editor, Simon Miller. Pleasure. David Scammell. Hello. And Chris Bratt.
1: Thanks for having
0: me. Bye.